Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudeer. Today is October uh, 26. The time is about uh, 4.30 p.m. Ready and UPC has been conducting Zoom calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please uh, raise your hand and let our team know if you're a newcomer. Put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Raj. Hello. Hi. Um, thank you for the opportunity here. Um, quick question. Uh, my visa transfer has been approved, the H1 transfer. Um, I, have, mm-hmm. I have an email from my attorney saying, Validating 1026. Uh, um, my question is 1025. Sorry. Uh, my question is: Is it is it safe uh, looking at the current scenario to resign from the current position, or should I wait until the approval notice is received? And if they have risk, if it's approved online, uh, 99% of the time it should be fine. I'm not that paranoid about things, though. If I were you, but there is always 0.001 chance. You know, when you go in a car, you may meet with an accident. Is it right? Yeah. and die yeah. but you still go in the car is right if, yep. that's what i do so if i were you i would resign all right appreciate it thank you Oma. thank you thank you Rahul Reddy. so i am Omar Dodi. so i am holding h1b with employer a in india in the month of 2017 so i came mm-hmm. to us on an h4 i transfer when, my... when, 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 okay so you were holding h1b you came on h4 okay yes uh, then i transferred from h4 to h1 uh, from employer a india to employer b in us and after uh, on to 2021 i changed the another company from employer b to employer c uh, mm-hmm. with a location a and it got mm-hmm. approved so very mm-hmm. two months back uh, my lca got filed from location a to location b and uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a normal process. It, the status was a pending status. So okay. my wife, my wife staying in Canada. I'm holding Canada visiting visa. So can I travel from US to Canada and come back? So you you, sa- you you said you moved from location A to location B. Is that right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And then you filed an amendment, but it's not got it did not get approved yet. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And while the amendment is pending. You want to travel? Yeah, I'm holding Canada visiting visa. Can I go and I see my company? Yeah, you can, but sometimes they'll give you a difficult time. The better way would be, I mean, technically you can, but the better way would be that to get the withdrawal of the, uh, I'm sorry, no, not withdrawal, sorry. To do the premium processing, get the amendment up. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a better way. Okay. And then I can come as an automation revalidation process. You're right. If you're traveling within 30 days, you don't need yeah. to go for stamping in Canada. Stamping for US, okay? Okay. Thank you very much, Rob. Yeah. Hi. Uh, my name is Priya. Uh, so I am on H1 uh, H1B. My H1 mm-hmm. is uh, extended until 2025. 
and my husband mm-hmm. and my kids uh, is on h4 and uh, mm-hmm. the extension has been applied but we mm-hmm. received only receipt but there is no approval yet so mm-hmm. uh, our uh, h4 uh, and h4 ead both i94 expires tomorrow so okay. can so can he still work on the receipt no ma'am if you would have contacted me probably a week ago i would have given a way where you would have gone to mexico with your husband would have gone to mexico and come back um gayatri can you do you have that video with you can you give it to the them um there is called 540 day rule where only if the i94 is extended you can do that so he should have gone to mexico 10 days ago and and shown your h1b approval then he would have gotten i94 validity until until your h1b expires but since his i94 is expiring tomorrow you should not take the risk of going outside he'll get stuck okay so you have to wait he has to wait until the h4 is approved okay is there any okay. other way instead of moving out to the us region or that would have been the easiest way just going to have going to mexico and coming would have been easiest way but then you missed it right now because your identity for is expiring tomorrow okay there is no other so, way that i can think about will it be risky if we go tomorrow or day after tomorrow to mexico no, and get no it's not risky it's a one way ticket oh okay and and one more quick question like so we cannot work for sure unless until it's get approved but no, myself sir, and cannot. my son can stay here right as long absolutely you're right absolutely you're right and you need to okay. watch our youtube videos every tuesday that we put it on okay because so you don't miss these kind of things until you get the green card okay sure yeah so uh, based on the receipt how many days uh, they can it stay it may in take US? anywhere between oh they can stay until it's been approved them oh, okay. okay whether if it takes okay. one year two years you can still stay okay next person please okay, okay got it ayyad sure. Thank you. Thank you, Ram. Hi, Syed. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm with the state hospital for almost like 10 years and they filed my EB2 and EB3. I was the unlucky one where uh, I got the uh, uh, medical RFE. And by the time I responded, uh, you know, the, uh, the green cards, uh, USCIS ran out of the green card. No, sir. What uh, is your question? uh 2014 uh, april damn okay so now my employer is filing my eb1 b application so in the process okay. uh, in that nice now, i nice. I, I yeah thanks i moved to uh, ead and i'm working on ead so i can file my uh, uh i140 and kind of link my eb1 application that's what my company lawyer is suggesting is that uh, valid you mean to say he so if you move to eb if you move to ead will it cause any problem in filing an eb1b so, is that your question no i'm already on eb uh, i'm already on ead now ead so my lawyer okay they're saying, filing eb1b what's the question uh, the, once the eb1b uh, i140 is approved can we link my uh, 485 which was uh, absolutely five, you can absolutely okay. you can you can Thank move you, just like the way people move from eb3 to eb2 eb2 eb3 to eb2 again okay you can mm-hmm. move from whatever you are eb3 or eb2 you can move to eb1 
once I-140 is approved, even though you use the EAD. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. It's a so, good step what you're doing, filing a EB-1B right now. Thanks. So follow-up question on that is, uh, I was uh, hoping that I'll get the green card by October and uh, was trying to leave the company and I kind of like accepted a different offer. And uh, they, so my question is, can I work two full-time jobs on this one? Is there any restriction for me? Now I'm on EAD. Or will that create a problem no, that, in processing my 485? No, I don't see any problem. Since you're an EAD, you can work for both the companies. But because this company is filing a EB-1B, uh -huh. you may definitely want to not offend this company. And I would suggest you do premium processing EB-1B, okay? Yes. So, so any, any limitation that number of hours I can work on EAD? No, you can work 80 hours. 80 hours, okay. Thank you. Next person. Alka. Hello. Yes, ma'am. I work for a company which is for profit and I would be transferring to a company which is non-profit. So I have my H1B. I'm assuming on H1B. Yeah, H1B, Sorry? H1B. I'm assuming you're H1B. Yeah, you're H1B. Go ahead. Yes, H1B, and I have my I140 approved with them. What happens when I move from for-profit to non-profit, and in future, if I have to move back from non-profit to for-profit? You are sub. You are already counted towards the lottery. Yes. So when you already know that you can move to non-profit, which is not a problem. Your main question will be that. Later on, when you want to move from non-profit to for-profit, will yes. you have any problem because you move to non-profit? And let me tell yes. you the answer. No, it will not be any problem. Then why do you hear the things that moving from non-profit to profit requires a person to go through the lottery system? It is right to an extent, but it's not applicable to you because you're already counted toward the H1B number. You already have an I-140 approval. If yes. you would have never counted toward the H1B number, okay? And you would have started your H1B with a non-profit and you're going for profit, you would require to go through the lottery system. But you, ma'am, do not need to go through the lottery system until you are dead. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Uh, hi. Uh, this is, uh, hi, hi, Rahul. My question is like, uh, my wife is working for a full-time employer. She is on H1B mm -hmm. visa and mm -hmm. uh, she already got her uh, green card. We got green card EADs. So the question is like, my wife is about to get another job. Can she work for two jobs? On, on 485 EAD, you mean to say? Yeah, green card EAD. And she's the main applicant? No, no, I am the, the main, main applicant. applicant. She can work for 10 jobs. In I fact, mean, she I... Yeah, she can work I for mean, two jobs. I mean, uh, like she... I mean, for the, for the current full-time employment, she's working on H-1B. Yeah. So the second... The question that comes is, with the second employment, can she work on EAD? Yeah, she can work on EAD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She can work on EAD. No problem. Okay. And another question, Rahul, when I went to India last time, I came back uh, from Port of Entry, I used my EAD. So which status I am on? I, I have H1B and EAD. Which status I am actually in now? 
when is your H-1B expiring? In two years. You're in H-1B right now. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Chakri? A lot of people have, uh, Chakri, before it, a lot of people have this question with regards to the, can I use H-1B with company A? Can I use the EAD with company B? Technically, you are an EAD, but is are you doing any illegal activity? If you do, give H-1B to that uh, H-1B one company or working with EAD with another company? Absolutely not. You're perfectly legal. Go ahead, check me. Yep. Uh, so my question is, uh, I'm right now full-time to employer A, and uh, mm -hmm. I filed a concurrent uh, H-1 with the co consulting com company, which is employer B. So... Mm -hmm. uh, when I go for extension, um, should I submit the latest, the concurrent uh, H1 um, receipt notice no. to... Which, no, which company? company? Are you going with company A, company B? Company A, extension, extension company. Yeah. You, company do a. Not mention, you do not mention anything about company B. You do not okay. have to provide the pay stubs of company B. Okay, no no receipt number, no petition, nothing. Nothing, right? don't tell them anything. You're under no obligation to do so. Got it. Okay. When you go for company B extension, you need to provide company A's H1B approval. You need to provide company A's pay stubs because the concurrent employer we need to. But your company A, you do not need to do that. You'll get fired there. We know that is okay. right. Yeah. And okay. And uh, can I file I, uh, two I-140s from two different employers? Absolutely, we can. Okay. That's Next all. person, please. If you're a newcomer, let our team know, guys. You're a newcomer and put your camera on. Abhishek. Thank you very much, uh, Rahul, for your time. And sorry, my camera is not working. Somehow I tried. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, my question is that uh, actually one of uh, my company, uh, uh, consulting company has filed my perm and I-140 and when the uh -huh. recently uh, recently date got current, they actually filed my 485 as well. And I nice. got uh, my, my EAD, but unfortunately I never got an opportunity to work for them because of the different circumstances. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my question is uh, right now, can I switch a company and use my EAD or not? That is my question. So you are working with company A. Company B file your green card application. Yes. Yes. So and I never worked for so them. Got it. But when did the company B filed for it five for you? It is over. Uh, it, they were they filed in March. Uh, so it is over 180 days now. So now you want to work with company C on EAD. Yeah. Would yeah. you be working with company A also or you won't be working with No, company? I won't be working with company A. I just uh, want to see if uh, not working for company which filed for my 485 and do all this sponsorship will cause any harm. Absolutely not a problem for working with company okay. C. It is so never can... a requirement that you must ever work for company A. It's okay. only that there must be a job offer for you there. Okay. If you don't okay. work, you don't. So technically, company C can file a 485J supplement and take over the entire thing. Or okay. you can still be working with company C and company A is still job offer might be still be open for you. Okay. Okay. 
thank you very much rahul and i really want to thank you for the calls you are taking i am joining those call on tuesday and i in person i would like to thank you next person please thank you take okay. care hi rahul thank you for taking my call i wrote letters as you suggested um uh, the country specific i mean the uh, counting the dependence <laughs> thank you so much any actually, response have, uh, any response regarding no i didn't get any response actually okay keep going um, yeah so i have a question like i got the gc but uh, my dependents did not get the gc uh, both my spouse and child so i'm playing for the fta like i130 um, for mm -hmm. them so should i file uh, one application or uh, two applications um, two applications for both two applications so can i do a concurrent or uh, should i wait for uh, i130 to be approved and uh, okay. uh, use, they, use my what, what is your wife's legal status uh she's on h1 what about your child legal status my child was actually my dependent so she she's in aos now she's in ad ad uh i would move a change of status to when did you got the green card uh in july i would file a 485 application for your wife but i would file a ah i'm just thinking you may want to go through a lawyer instead of filing by yourself yeah actually actually i actually um, filled uh, the form um, and i already submitted that, uh, for you to consult that, and so oh really yeah, yeah. when did you yeah, say yeah. when did you do that i twice i did actually last week i did once i didn't get any response today i did okay again. so oh, yeah. okay so we, we we did not looked into the sheet recently though do one favor okay. to me send an email to yeah. info@rnlawgroup.com okay 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 sure and yeah. and then okay. we'll give you a separate yeah. zoom call for you where we'll address sure. those issues yeah. okay thank you thank you and then yeah. there, there won't be many many people in that zoom calls okay okay sure yeah next person thank please. you viraj Hi, uh, just wanted to check with you if uh, filing 485 adjustment of status uh, is is uh, is done after. I mean, if it takes, it is done after 365 days. Will it be an issue? 365 days after the priority date being current. Yes. Um, is it? There are two things though. Filing the green card within USA or outside the USA? Within US. Within the USA is not going to cause any problem. Uh, even if it is more than three sixty-five days, right? You are right, sir. Okay. Next person, please. Murthy. Uh, hi. Uh... Uh, my name is Purti, and uh, so I have a couple of questions. So, is there a character limit on the green card? Yes, ma'am. And how many characters are those? I can't remember it, but if it's a long name, they'll cut you off. Oh yeah, so my my given name, my first and you know the given name is basically one letter is cut off, and uh, would this be a you know kind of a problem during international travel? No, ma'am, no problem. They don't even need your green card now. They will recognize oh. you by the facial recognition. Find out if you are the right person. If you are not the right person, they will put you in the deportation proceedings in jail. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. And biometrics uh, are registered there. If you are I not see. the person, then they'll punish you. Okay, got it. And uh, if there is, is there any way to kind of uh, you know 
get a query or service request and just to know if my name is actually correctly spelled in their USAS system? I would not. I would not worry about it. Okay. I would not Got worry it. about it. Okay. Okay. If it's a Thanks. long balabhadra patruni and plus and something, it will cut off. Right. Okay. Yeah, there was just one letter that was being cut off, and yeah, I was just. Yeah, you're it. fine, ma'am. Don't worry about it. Thank you. My Thank whole you. name is being changed. I'm not worried oh. about it. My, my name <laughs> okay. is not Rahul. I'm living with it right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. My Rajendra? family name is Rahul. Next person, please. Rajendra. So I would, hi, this is Senthil. My wife and I, we uh, applied our 485 uh, and 140 concurrently in August 2022. 140 got approved yesterday. Today, all our 485 and 485Js got transferred to another office. That's what I saw in case status website. So what does it mean, Rahul? That's nice. Well, okay. where was your case pending with? It was, was it in Texas. 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 Okay. Texas. Yeah, Texas does not adjudicate the 485 of employment based anymore. So it's good they might okay. have moved to the National Benefit Center, which in turn may transfer back to your local office. That's a good thing that happened to you. Okay, thank you so much, Raghun. What is your priority date? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, EB1C, it's current, uh, Raghun. Okay, you're good. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Shilpa. Hello? Yes, Shilpa, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh... So actually, my, my brother has applied a H-1B in 2020. Uh, it got approved in USA. And uh, so my brother went to, uh, I mean, he's in India. So uh, he mm -hmm. went to Hyderabad consulate for the visa approval. But uh, mm -hmm. at the time of visa, uh, visa stamping, they, they have <coughs> given him 221G white slip uh, for the submit the document, which is in administrative processing. Mm -hmm. So we were continue, um, and also from um, Hyderabad consulate has reached out to his employer, asking for uh, the documents for the adjudication process, and uh, his mm -hmm. employer has sent all the documents, which which has been almost two years for, for this uh, February, two thousand twenty three, and uh, we haven't got any reply from the. You may the want to sue the. You may want to sue the Hyderabad consulate. You can do so. Watch for the video we're going to release this Friday, okay? We already made okay. the video on that. Okay, watch for the video that's going to be released on YouTube under Dean Human PC. Okay, and I have, yeah, I have another question. Uh, like uh, his H1B going to be uh, ending in 2023 September. I mean, which is finishing his three years of H1. So uh, uh, can he transfer to the other employer if he get a uh, better no, opportunity? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. He cannot. He cannot transfer, okay? Technically, he's not counted for the H1B number. Okay. Next person, please. iPhone. Uh, hi. Uh, well, I... I was received a ticket actually for careless driving that could have led to destruction of property. So does it uh, affect my green card? What do you mean could have been a destruction of property? Um, was, it a, was there a destruction of property? No, it was not there. But uh, on the ticket, it says destruction of property. Actually speaking, I took a right turn and he said that... Uh, uh, it, uh, someone is coming on that same line and it could have led to an accident and could have destruction of property and he gave me the ticket. 
How much it was the just eighty dollars. You're fine, sir. You don't need to mention this anywhere. Okay. It will not is cause any problem. Be... Don't mention it. It will not. Don't mention it because mentioning is going to cause problem. Unnecessary. Okay. okay? Sure. Because in the four eight five application on sixteenth page of the instructions, it's very clear that you don't have to mention this anywhere. If you mention it, then they think so that you committed something major other than this one. Okay. Sure. So you don't yeah. need to. You are absolutely fine. No okay. problem other than you lost eighty dollars. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Not clear. Prasad. Uh, hi. Um, actually, like my sister applied GC to my parents. Uh, the dates were like in July this year. But they're planning to go to India. They did not get any advanced payroll or something. If they travel now to India, will they have any issues to come back in March or May again? No, they cannot come back. Uh, uh, they do have like a, their visiting visa also valid till not next valid year. Anymore. Valid, val not valid anymore. Because when okay. you're coming on a visiting visa, your intention should be only... Uh, give me one second, okay? Okay. Navigate to Sabine Park. Okay, her intention should be only to, um, her intention should be only to, uh, for them to come on a visiting visa to visit United States. Since they already expressed their intention that they want to stay in this country, they filed an I-130 and 485. They will be put in detention for two or three days and send them back to India if they try to do that. So they have to wait till they get advanced payroll and then they have to travel. That's right. The other way around is that now you transfer this I-130 into and then you file an I-824 and that will take four or five years for them to get the green card in India, which is not a good idea. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thanks very next, much. Next, next person, please. Hello. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, so my question is uh, uh, for AC21, if I'm changing job, um, being on EAD, and my new employer says that, hey, job descriptions are different. I need to file PERM I-140. Can uh, my priority date be ported in that situation? So you mean to say if the job description is different, can you put the date? Yes. Um, first, first of all, I mean, if it's a little bit different, I mean, if you're in the same profession, it's a natural increment in the job. You don't need to file the labor and I-140 again. The FANG companies like Facebook, Google, Apple, Microsoft, they don't file it, okay? I don't okay. file it either. Now, definitely, if you are moving from a profession, from IT to be a lawyer like me, okay? You definitely uh -huh. need to file a perm and I-140 again. And the question that you asked is, when you move from one profession to another profession, can you carry the priority date? Answer is yes. yes, you can. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Ram. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I, have, I have a quick question. So I'm currently, uh, my priority date is 2014 June. So I have my EAD and AP. 
So my question regarding this one is I'm currently in an EVC model, uh, like my employer vendor and client. And I had to take, take a break for two months from the client to rejoin again. So I'm planning to visit India and come back on AP, right? And uh, my employer will be paying for those two months as well. So while coming uh, back to the US at the port of entry, will I be having any issues since I'm not exactly currently working with a client, but I still be oh. working and employing with my employer? Uh, you're fine. I don't see any problem for you. And they don't, uh, for like H1, they don't ask anything for like who is the client or anything for while well, we are coming back. On wait, wait, wait. You're not coming back on H1B. You're coming on advanced pro. Yes, yes. That's correct. Yeah. You're fine. I don't see any problem. Got it. Thank, thank you, Ra. Atap? Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Atap here. So I'm uh, currently on L1E visa. My employer is uh, uh, is planning to file I-140 and 485 concurrent filing. So my question is, my wife is in Canada. She is a permanent resident there. So can if uh, can she come here and file the 485 and then travel back on L2 visa? And can she travel uh, back and up? And when is the L2 visa expiring? L2 is 2025, March. I don't see any problem whatsoever at all in her coming and filing the 485 and keep on traveling. The only thing is that her advance parole will be denied at a certain date. But there is one small problem sometimes we face it 5% of the time. Okay? Sometimes you get the green card, she doesn't get the green card. And can she come on L2 afterwards? No, because you're not an L1 anymore. You see the point there? Got it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I understand that. So, Rahul, you're breaking. Sorry. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you. Uh, you've broken between you. Can, can you can you, okay? can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. So that 5% of the time is where she will be in trouble. Hello? Rahul, your voice is breaking. Let me join back, okay? Yeah. Catherine, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. One more minute, guys. I just need to get out of this. Can you hear me, Catherine? Yes, Rahul, I can hear you. You are clear now. Of the time. What happens is that you get the green card, she doesn't get the green card, and then she cannot come back in L2. That's a risk that you'll be taking if she keeps on traveling on L2 visa. Okay. Hello? Yeah, I can okay. hear you, Rob. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. So uh, Next is, there, is there a better way uh, you suggest other than she filing 485? Um, getting an, get, definitely file 485. Don't even think about it, okay? 485. So how about uh, this consular processing approach uh, once I get the GC? Point? Not a good idea. Not a good okay. idea. Because she cannot come on L2. The whole process will take two, three years for her to come in. Oh, okay. Got it. Next person, please. Ash? Uh, yeah. Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, so my question is that... Uh, I, as an H4 uh, holder with non-EAD, uh, I'm also a Canadian PR. Uh, and if I'm staying at the border, uh, let's say Detroit and Windsor, am I allowed to go work, go visit Canada every day for my work to Windsor, but then come back to Detroit every day to where I live? 
technically you can sorry technically you can technically i can you can all right so there won't be an issue all right if i travel between h4 yeah, and but, pr but did you did you yeah but did you try to get an ead does your husband doesn't have an i140 approval yet i know he has a vr flight for it but it's going to take some time right yeah i don't see any problem in what you're doing all right perfect thank you so much nakliya this is the last person after that uh, we're going to close it guys it's almost like uh, five or five something hello right. yes ma'am can you hear me yes uh, yes just I a quick can. question i was wondering if uh, and uh, there is an uh, advanced parole could while waiting for uh, i140 and 485 being approved hopefully so if a person travels on this advanced parole and comes back what would be the status of admission on i94 on the i94 the admission will be uh, so the, the, the person is but do you have a h1b does, does this person have an h1b or some non immigrant visa so there is no visa nothing now just waiting for this um, application to be approved for the uh, eb but 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 but, but b- before that does the person has any other visa before they filed up for it fine well before that it was an e2 which expired i got it i got it okay one when the person gets admitted they will be admitted in advanced parole it's called advanced parole that means that the person will be considered to be staying in adjustment of status okay but on i94 would it say that it's a, a paroled person or like doesn't that say is anything else advanced specific advanced parole person advanced parole person okay, okay. and is okay. your i140 approved i140 no it's not approved there was a request for evidence so it's still in the process and actually i i would not travel until i140 is approved and oh, i okay. also would like to convert into premium processing of the i140 because if mm-hmm. your i140 gets denied the whole thing will fall down i see but do you think it's normal that the request for evidence was submitted and it's been more than 60 days there was no response on it that's very normal but you can convert into premium processing if you want to i'm sorry you can convert that into premium processing you know what a premium processing oh. is this is the 14 day processing you're absolutely right mom okay is it possible to just even afterwards to send a request for yes, them to review yes yes ma'am even right now you can do so okay okay and then just a second quick question basically while those applications are pending is it okay for a person to play in a diversity lottery with a green card lottery absolutely nothing wrong with it you oh, can really? do so Okay so, so having uh, more than one application for green card is not looking bad for the USCIS no no nothing bad nothing bad no. okay okay but okay thank you better you can close the zoom call now rahul Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites. 
rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.